I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up out there? We are so excited today. We've got a brand new Hollywood Life podcast, and we have got a very special guest. Okay, you guys have all heard of Chris Lee Knows Bass, don't, haven't you? It's a fabulous show, and the season finale is coming up, and we are so lucky to have with us the star of the show, Todd Chrisley. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming in to New York. Yes. Clap, clap, clap. Um, thank you for jetting in from Atlanta. And uh, you're here You're here for all of like a day and a half, so you're having a whirlwind trip. But I guess it's hard to let you out of the house because <laughs> you are constantly filming. We were, um, you know, apparently you have like one of the longest seasons for your show. You've been going since March, and um, you have to... And that means that you've got to be filming all the time. Like, you've got camera crews pretty much living in your house because you do this show with your, with, you know, almost all of your very large family. Yes, yes. I mean, all of our family is involved. We film four to five days a week, um, sometimes six. And this season has been a long season. Fourth season has been a very long, memorable, fun, exciting time for our family. Now, um, you've been doing this for four years, and you're doing it four to five days a week. So how do you have time to, like, do, do any other job? Like, I understand you made a lot of money in real estate. So do you still actually do real estate? Like, do you buy and sell houses? What do you do? I do still uh, am involved in real estate very heavily. I do developing <clears throat> with raw land, um, residential, commercial. So I'm very busy. So constantly... If we're in the if we're downtime or what have you, I'm responding to emails. I'm texting. I'm making sure that the things are still working within our company. So you've got to be a high high energy person. Now, for the listeners out there who aren't so familiar with the show, let's just tell them a little about, bit about the show and also about the members of your family uh, who are on the show because the show really revolves around your wife and your kids and your granddaughter and. I, like you were the patriarch and aren't you like the patriarch of perfection? <laughs> you know, I don't know that I'm the patriarch of perfection. I'm a patriarch of something. Um, you know, the show is about our family. It's about raising our children, you know, trying to instill in our children good moral values to be good, decent human beings. I mean, I have five children, you know, Chase is my 20 year old son. Lindsay's my 27 year old daughter. Savannah's 19. Grayson's 10, 
And then I have my granddaughter, Chloe, who is will be four November the 10th, that is my oldest son, Kyle's daughter. Think Duck Dynasty in a gated community, <laughs> right? We don't eat squirrel. Let's yeah, and you don't wear camouflage. <laughs> well, it's the well, I do it's wear camouflage. Upscale. It's just John Barbados. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. And also, there's no beard. That's very like fashionable. You're, you're clean-shaven and uh, it's a very different style look. You know, the other thing, too, you've got this big family, but you also have this giant house like when, when I read that your house, like first of all, you see the house in the show, at least the outside. I'm assuming it's your real house. Mm-hmm. Okay, because the Kardashians, we found out it's not Kris Jenner's real house. Like the exteriors are not their houses. But you have got a gigantic house. Isn't it something like 30,000 square feet? You know, <clears throat> it's, like, it's like bigger than my gym here in Manhattan. <laughs> you know, know we, season one started and we had built that home. Um, I had given that home to my wife about eight years before the show started and all of the kids were still at home. Wait, what does that mean? You gave it to your wife. That was a home that she wanted. I, and I started that home and under construction for her. Oh, I and, see. Um, so you built it for her. Yes. Okay. And, um, she loved her home and the kids were there all the time. But as the kids started growing and moving out, we didn't need all of that, but she didn't need 30,000 to begin with. It was what we wanted at the time. So we have since sold that home, and we ah. have a new home. In, we have a new home in in Buckhead in Atlanta, and then a new home in Nashville. I see. So your your new home that you spend a lot of time in in Atlanta is it, it's not as big as that one. It's twenty two thousand square feet. Oh. <laughs> so it could still feel <laughs> wow. a bit. Wow. What, what, what a piece of crap. Yeah. <laughs> twenty two thousand. <000. laughs> you know, I. You must I, have fallen on hard times. What happened? <laughs> I bounced back. I, I look at the house and I go. God, that's like so many rooms to clean. Like that's so much work. And you know, it's sort of interesting because I mean, your your show is all is about your family and when you're filming it looks like you're all hanging out. But um Kevin Hart sort of the comedian famously said that even though he's made a lot of money, he's very famous and everything, he refuses to buy a big house because he wants to make sure that everyone's forced to be in the same rooms. He doesn't want them going off to their wing. Well, you know, I think that even though we had 30,000 square feet, we have 22 now. You forced them. They don't. (laughs) My kids never, they never got into that thing of, okay, this is your space. This is mine. We watch television at night. We're in, our, we're in my bedroom. They're camped out in the floor or on the foot of the bed or what have you. So we never used 30,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. We may have used 1,500 to 2,000 square feet because we've always been very tight-knit. So, Gino, mm. this sounds like you could have a place you know, mean, to hang you out. Need, if you need you a house, guys? Yeah. <laughs> Here in Manhattan, that would be like accommodations for 400 people, and, and it would be $1,600 a month for each of them. Yeah, yeah, it's very different here. <laughs> you know, this would be the size. Well, this is probably a good-sized uh, bachelor pad in, in Manhattan. I'm talking about our studio space here. So, you know, why did you guys decide to do a TV show? I mean, it is one way of keeping your family close together. You're forced to film together all the time. You know, I had a friend, Annie Kate Pons, who's a producer. She was with, um, she was working at that time for um, another network. And she needed to bring in a project. And so she called and said, you know, can I do a sizzle reel with you? I didn't even know what a sizzle reel was. And she explained. The worst thing you can ever do with your time <laughs> coming from a video person. <laughs> just like oh, so horrifying. She ends up, she and Adam Greener from All Three partnered and they did a sizzle reel, you know, with our family. It took them about three days. And six weeks later, they 
I'm thinking it's going nowhere, didn't care if it went anywhere because it wasn't something that we were pursuing. But about six weeks later, we got a phone call from Adam Greener with all three and said, we have pitched your show to 10 <laughs> networks and we have nine offers. Oh, my God. Wow. But what made her think about this? Like, were you guys just sort of known already for being this no. fascinating family? Or you were like this, like known in your community as like the best dad ever or something? <laughs> I was certainly known in my community as being a very strict disciplinarian with our, with our children, making sure that I knew where our kids were at all times. But um, we were not, we were relatively unknown. And I think that that was one of the, that was part of the allure that we were not famous, that we, my kids did not grow up in Hollywood and they wanted a different approach. Let's hear a little bit of this, a little bit of the uh, trailer from the show. It's a little old, but I think it gives you some flavor. Meet Todd Chrisley. He's the patriarch of perfection. We're not perfect. But perfect should be something you should strive to be. When our shorts are too big, they need to be smaller. Smaller or larger, they still look like I am. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like I'm crazy? Oh my God in heaven, Jesus help me. Lindsay is beautiful, she's smart, she's bitchy. Bitch, get out of my face. No, get it's out of daughter. my face! It's your daughter. Savannah, not wearing a coochie cutter. You look like Pamela Anderson. Well, that's what I'm striving to be. A 17-year-old boy is up to no good 90% of the time. You gotta risk it to get the biscuit. Great. <laughs> that right there is my favorite. Gotta risk it to get the biscuit. I'm gonna start using that. Bonnie, that's what you gotta do out here. Yeah. Gotta risk it to get that biscuit. That would belong to my son Chase. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but I love it. <laughs> I've got an idea of what it means. Yeah, well, I knew what it meant as well. So <laughs> you see, you, you can infer you're not a parent. But after I'm my conversation with him, he no longer wanted to risk it. To get <laughs> <laughs> no more biscuits no. For, for Chase. <laughs> he, he does risk management too. This guy, he does it all. <laughs> That's it. So now, is it unusual in your community for a parent to be strict? No, you know, we, our children have been brought up in the South and uh, the people that are in, you know, the friends and the people that our kids have grown up with, they are relatively kind of hands-on with their children. So, I mean, certainly I don't think that they're probably as hands-on as I am, (laughs) but, um, you know, they are very strict disciplinarians. And so the kids are not allowed to just run rampant. And, um, does always, that mean like curfews? Like, what does that mean? Yes, yes. Um, what's, my, your, what's the curfew for your kids when they're in high school? Well, they never were allowed to be out until they were juniors in high school. Oh, and so they so couldn't that, go out? What do you mean? Well, I mean, all? if they were going to a movie or whatever, their mother accompanied them or I went oh, with them. Oh, wow. Um, if they met, it's a lot of work. If they, it is a lot of work. But you know what? When you have a child, you know it's going to be a lot of work. And if you're committed to that process and you love your child and you want to keep them safe, you make the time to make that work. But um, when they were in a junior, when they started the junior-senior prom, um, that's when they were allowed to go out, and then they were had to be home by 11 o'clock. That is very strict. I had a, I had a yeah. cookie like that, too, in high school. Mm-hmm. My parents would wait up for me, and it was a whole scene. They're out sitting on the stairs when I'd get <laughs> home, like looking at me like, where have you been? Oh, I always did the breath test. I mean, you know, I made sure there was no drinking going on. They were in at 11 o'clock. I'm just impressed you were able to, like, that you, they would let you come along when they were in ninth and well, tenth I don't grade. Th- I don't think that there's a process of you letting Todd come along. Um, <laughs> Todd is going to come first along. Of, first of all, if you leave my house in the tenth grade, you're leaving with Todd's money. So Todd's going to follow. <laughs> would you actually, would you get in the car with them or follow? <laughs> no, I drove them. 
Okay. I've, I've heard all this, too. My dad used to tell me I'm breathing his air if I'm inside his house. <laughs> it's my air you're breathing. That's, and, you know, listen, Chase, I remember Chase, and he was a junior in high school. He said, you know, I'm entitled to privacy. I says, is you're entitled to as much as you can afford to pay for. <laughs> so is this how you were raised? My parents expected us to be in at a certain time, which was 11 o'clock. They expected us to have good grades. They expected us to be decent, respectful human beings. And um, if you were not, if you violated one of those things, there was a consequence. Todd, I could really use eleven o'clock curfew too right now, just to get in bed early for work. You, you think you could give me a call oh, I, in the no, evening? No, no. Bonnie would like I, this. Yeah, I would really like that. I could use you giving him a curfew. Yeah, I need, I need some help. Yeah, but he's yeah. single in Manhattan, so you know the, the party doesn't start until after midnight. Well, that's obviously the problem. Yeah, but Todd, if he... you start paying my rent, I'll listen to you. I can't take on any more rent. <laughs> <laughs> I figure. Yeah, I got that mortgage. A couple See, of them. And seriously, like I'm considered a strict parent mm-hmm. in my town, which is just outside of New York City. And like I'm one of like we always had, you know, earlier curfews than for our kids than their friends. And also we were like one of those parents if they didn't show up on their curfew and then we couldn't reach them and find out that they were on their way home. We'd get in the car and like go and get them or mm-hmm. track them down. Right. So I was considered really strict, but so I'm just I. I, anyway, I make you look very I, nice. I know I'm going to now <laughs> use this for my my younger ones that still there you go. are at home. Okay, watch out, kids. <laughs> so um, did you now? Your, your kids, though, um, who were on the show, they seem to really like it. Like, don't mind these cameras in their... In, you said that they're sometimes there 30, like, 25 hours a day. I mean... You know, we have, uh, we have about 30 people that are, that are around us at all times. Wow. And, um, you know, the kids have... They've been on television now for four seasons, so they're kind of used to it at the moment. Um, but that doesn't mean that they don't get frustrated. It doesn't mean that things that happen in their life that they would like you know, that they would love to have the luxury of being able to have this screw up in private. But that's not what we signed up for. We signed up to give you the real, the bad, the ugly, and the great. So So everything really that goes down... Is real. It it happens. It happens. And do you ever say to the cameras, you got to turn this off this weekend? No, because I feel like that if I do that, then I'm being disloyal to the people that tune into our show. Wow. So that's amazing. So, So listeners... Um, when you watch Chrisley Knows Best, this they, they haven't cut anything out. So you are <laughs> no, really... There's been a seen... lot cut out, but oh. it's just that's just because that was... we've only got 30 minutes to air it in. <laughs> <laughs> right. So they've got like hours of footage. Well, there's hours of footage on the floor. could come out later. <laughs> yes. Do you... Do, what about the sort of the invasion of privacy that, that comes with this and like everything about you being out there? And like I'm looking up... I, I Google you and the first thing that comes up is Todd Chrisley net worth and it says $5 million. Like having your finances and everything and, and cameras well, first your of house. all first of all that would be not an accurate estimate is that um, south would, or north <laughs> sounds like that's south yeah. <laughs> um, i would you, like to believe that i've done a little better than you that. got a low ball i was gonna say like two houses that seems like a little low to me um i don't know you know here's the thing about what you google google is either your best friend or your worst enemy so rarely do you find anything that is 100 percent factual on google um I think that Google, you should use it as a kind of a map to get you to where you need to go. But I don't believe that it is the end-all, be-all. 
Um, I think that the privacy issue, certainly season one was okay. Season two, it became a little bit troublesome. Now season three and four, everyone knows who we are. And, you know, we have people that, you know, that. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You know, Savannah has someone that the authorities had to get involved wow. with. Um, and like a stalker, you mean? Yeah. Yes. That's scary. And um, and you know, and then I had one, and it's shocking for me that I would only have one. I mean, you <laughs> what know, what an insult. I know, right? I was thinking, Shh, I one should at least stalker. have five. <laughs> yeah. And um, so um, hardly dangerous and you at want, all. Like, you right. Know, gorgeous female stalkers, you know, right. throwing themselves at you. I mean, listen, I'd take a senior senior citizen gentleman at this point. I mean, no one bothers me. You know what? Kendall Jenner only has one stalker, too, and she's as yeah. famous as it gets. Wow. Right, exactly. So, I think you can only handle one at a time. Yeah. But, um, you know, we've had some crazy come out of the woodwork, mm-hmm. and some of it we were related to, and some of it we didn't know. But um, I think that for us, we gave up a certain amount of our privacy when we agreed to go on television and when we agreed to share our lives. And so... I think that we all knew when we sat down and agreed to, to do this that we were giving up that part of our life to a certain degree to be on this show. And what was the like? What was the kind of the the payback for being on the show? I mean, I don't think it's strictly financial. I think you no, I think you wanted to do it for other reasons. These shows the don't family. really pay, though, right? It's just kind of like labor of love, at well, least no, at first, it's, isn't it's it? Not, no, I don't know where you're talking to because. <laughs> I wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't for a check. But you, you made a good deal. I so made a very good deal, and I'm very happy with the deal that we've made. Well, five we seasons can, in, right? They got to start paying you. We're right? five seasons in, and you know, USA Network. When we started with them, USA Network was an absolutely brilliant choice for this show. Bonnie Hammer, Chris McCummer, Jeff Wachtel, they all came to me and said, "Listen, if you bring this show here, we will let it find its own. We'll let it find its own footing." We'll cross air on E. We'll cross air on Bravo. And that had not been done. And we are so blessed because going into season five, we still are dealing with the same people. And they still believe in our family the way that they did from day one. Did you see what happened so, to Kim Kardashian recently, though? Like, you know, she... I mean, the she's, robbery? Yeah, she's been flaunting her wealth for many, many years. And it kind of just ca- caught up to her. And then she's sort of been in hiding ever since. It was a really scary incident. You guys are also very wealthy. And you're sort of out there. Do you worry that it makes you a target like she was? Well, you know, I don't think that we live the same lifestyle. I don't, our no. children, you know, they don't have that same access to wealth like that. It's not like jet setting. You guys no. are. No, hungry. our I kids mean, are in school. You yeah. know, yeah. Our, we're sitting down for dinner every night at six o'clock right. together as a family. Like Kim, was, Kim had her $4.5 million ring on Instagram. Yeah. It's a yeah, and different. I mean, and, you know, for me, I feel like that, you know, you know, I, I grew up in, in, in a society or rather in a community with my grandparents that, you know, if you talked about what you had, it was vulgar. So I try to make sure that we reel some of that in and that we don't put those kind of things out there. And I just don't think that, I don't think that no matter what you put out there gives someone the right to break in and steal no, from you not. or 
threaten you. And, you know, Kim's a lovely, lovely, sweet person. And, you know, her family has always been very gracious and kind to ours since we came on the scene. And, uh, you know, my heart goes out to her. My heart goes out to anyone who has something taken from them that they worked for by someone who didn't. So why did you want to do the show? And why the kids and your wife? You know, I think that we were a little bit taken aback that anyone would want to do a show. And then when they came to us and sold us on it and told us that, you know, you'll be able to do this and this and this and you'll be able to brand certain things. And I knew that it was going to be things that could help my children as they were growing older to step into young adulthood and to solidify financially, give them a solid footing, um, while at the same token making them work for it. So I think that was the most appealing to me. So let's talk about Savannah, because she's becoming a star on her own. She was Miss Teen USA. She was Miss, Miss T- Teen, Miss Tennessee. Teen Tennessee, Tennessee USA. How come Tennessee, though? Because you're in Atlanta and Missouri. Well, but no, we're not in Missouri. Wait, we're in wait. Atlanta and Nashville. And Nashville. Um, oh, that's the Tennessee. <laughs> yes, okay, now yes. I get it. Okay. Um, so she, Savannah yeah. is in, Savannah was Miss Teen Tennessee USA, and she qualified to, to be in that pageant because we were residents of Tennessee. And <clears throat> I think that, Savannah did an amazing job in her year that she held that title. And, you know, she has now moved on from that. She relinquished uh, her title about four weeks ago to the new girl that won. And um, Savannah is a full-time college student. She films four days a week. You know, she's creating her own clothing line with Home Shopping Network that uh, will premiere in late spring, early summer of 2017. She's working on a cosmetic line. And she gets up every day and works. And when, as a parent, you love to see your child have a good, solid work ethic. Right. So Are you the Chris Jenner of Atlanta right now? <laughs> this is what I'm hearing. <laughs> you know, I, let me tell you something. I could do worse. Um, I think that what Chris has done with her family has been borderline brilliant. Empire, with, right? It's an empire. Have you had dinner at her house? I have not had dinner at, at uh, Chris's home. Uh, I just hosted a panel with uh, Chris at NATP uh, last year in Miami. And um, I'm very close with Chloe. I love her dearly. And um, I think that what she's done with her girls is is genius. I mean, she has solidified their financial future. Boy, you know, she ever. You know, now, yeah. do, you know, we have, we have a different approach, you know, about how we raise our children. But at the end of the day, that doesn't mean that she's wrong and I'm right or I'm right and she's wrong. Well, she must be strict in her way, too. I mean, the girls go out and they go to clubs. She has created a, she has given them a good, solid, strong work ethic. Yeah, because those girls don't drink. No. Like, they're very, and, you know, they work really hard. Kim doesn't drink at all. I know. Um, You know, Chloe and and, and Kylie doesn't. Um, Kendall, to my knowledge, doesn't. Um, I think that, and Courtney, I mean, I don't think Courtney puts anything in her body that's bad. <laughs> um, but, you know, Chloe may have a cocktail every now and then, but I mean, at the end of the day. Right, cocktails with Chloe Cocktails after with all. Chloe. And, um, I miss that show. Uh, I, loved, I loved her show. But um, I think that she has, I think that with all of the things that people can say, what they cannot say is that those girls are lazy, that they do not show up, that they're not professional. Um my hat's off to them. God bless them. I love them. Yeah, no, we love them too, and we cover them constantly, so we know everything they're up to. And we've met them. We've met them all too, and they're always lovely. Yeah, like, always I love so Kim. sweet. Always so sweet. So sweet. So thankful for everything. All of the good things that have happened to them. Um, now, Savannah, I just want to get back to her. So, is she not going to do Miss Teen USA? She competed in Miss Teen USA, and she was in the oh, top. Okay. She was in the top ten. 
And um, now she is focusing on her school and her clothing line and her cosmetic line. Does she still want to be a doctor? Um, you know, she is in music management right now. Oh, okay. And, um, you know, she there's so many things that Savannah has going on and got her hands on that, you know, I sometimes worry, is it too much? You know, does she have too much on her shoulders at 19? Well, I, I'm not going to tell you. It sounds like she's having a good time now. She is having and a very I also, good time. And I heard that she's friends with a lot of the girls who've gone on The Bachelorette. I don't know who all Savannah's friends with. Savannah and, my, and Lindsay, my oldest daughter, are friends with a lot of the people with, with what did you say, Bachelorette? The Bachelorette. Bachelorette and, ba- the bachelor. and the Bachelors, the guys. Okay. The Bachelor and um, the Bachelorette. I don't follow those shows because I just feel like, you know, there's got to be a problem here. All of you are beautiful. All of you are good looking and you got to come on television to hook up. I'm just trying to figure out what the problem is with that. Well, uh, Bonnie, now, Bonnie, one thing we do have to get to is there's something kind of exciting coming out in Todd's future, That's which is a right. Christmas album, a Chrisly Christmas. It just, it's just alliteration. It sounds good. What's going to be on that record? You know, this this album, which comes out November the 4th, which is going to be in, in all of your so Walmart that's, stores. That's like right around the corner. Yes. 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 So November the Actually, 4th in Walmart. You can go online to iTunes now to pre-order. Um, that was a wonderful experience. That came along after my first song with Sarah Evans was released in season four, which was Infinite Love. Did you know you had a singing voice before you started all this? You know, I had always sang, but I'd never thought about focusing on, on any kind of recording deal but um, or a career. And I still don't. But I think that this album is so fun and I feel so blessed to leave it to my children and my grandchildren, you know, forever. And there's a song on there, you know, that's underneath the mistletoe that I did with my wife. And my girls came to me a few weeks ago and said, out of everything that you've done in our life, that's the greatest gift that you've left us. Oh, that's so sweet. Do you have do you have some of the music? It's not not out yet. No. Uh, But this is a little bit of Todd and Sarah Evans. I can't forget that yellow dress. My heart was beating out of my chest. There you go. So, yeah. That's wow. You sound great. Thank you. I am really impressed. Is it going to have a southern twist to the record? Kind of like this does? Everything that I do has a southern twist. Well, you sing with Jana Kramer, right? Uh, Jana Kramer's Kramer's on the album. Uh, Michael Ray's on the album. Um, She was just in here, wasn't she? Am I wrong? No, yeah. she's on Dancing with the Stars. Okay. Yes. And she just had, she came out and talked all about the physical abuse that she'd had at the hands of her first husband. Yes. Did yeah. you know that? Did she talk about any of that with you? I'm very good friends with Jana, and I think that for me to discuss anything that a friend of mine shares with me, that I would be less of the friend than I than I should be. What a gentleman. Um, Southern gentleman. So I think that whatever Jana said to you, I would I would go to the bank with it. Yeah, um, now she's talked about it a lot lately, and I think that it's um, I think it's great that she's gone public with that because, of course, it always helps other women who might be in similar situations. I think it's very sad that as a society and where we are today, in, in basically 2017, with just a couple of months away from being being there, I think it's very sad that we still that women are still projected as someone that's less than a man or someone that should be spoken down to or should not be given her equal time or fair pay. Um, I, I have successfully raised two daughters that are very strong, independent women. And, and you've got I, a very strong wife. And I have a, but I have a very strong wife and a very strong mother. And so I think any time a man raises his hand to a woman, there is no excuse, there's no justification in it. And I don't want that person to be in my vortex. I don't, 
I just don't believe in it. I think it's so sad. And I think that that today, I don't think that it's given the kind of attention that it should be given. Well, are you surprised by the twists and turns that this uh, election has come to? It's talking about the, the issue of women and women's rights. I mean, it's become such a big issue. Um, you know, I don't think that it's become such a big issue. I think it's always been an issue. Mm-hmm. I just think that, you know, you now have a broader audience to hear it. But at the end of the day, these issues have been there for women since the beginning of time. Absolutely. And, and, you know, being a man, I've been in boardrooms. I've heard the idle chatter. I've heard the things that that are said that, oh, well, you know, we'll we'll get to her later. The locker room Mm -hmm. talk, you mean? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I'm not Billy Bush. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, the I just feel like that, you know, are we still doing that? Because I'm surrounded by so many women in television that are so brilliant and that know their destiny. Yes, they and, know why right. they're here. And we know Bonnie Hammer, too. And yeah. how, how, you know, someone like Bonnie Hammer, how can you look at her and say, how can you dismiss someone like Bonnie Hammer? And so I feel like that in this election, there are so many things wrong with this election. And I just feel like that it was, I was watching a drama play out on live television that's supposed to be about what we're doing as a whole, as a country, to make the world better, not just for the citizens of the United States of America, but for the world. And we're talking about conversations that you've had in a locker room, and we're talking about missing emails, and you know, and it's great to have the banter back and forth, but did you solve anything in these, in these debates? So that's troublesome for me when I'm raising children. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Well, absolutely. Well, listen, um, you've got your finale coming up, right? I do. November, uh, November the 1st, uh, USA Network, 10 p.m. Okay. It's a great, it's a great finale. This finale. Want to give us a hint of what's there to come? I think that you're going to see a lot of fun times. You're going to see some, some issues that we go through and that we navigate our way through them, but that what you will see in the end is that we all love each other very, very much with all of our hearts and that no matter what happens, we're going to be there for each other. Okay, like let's just just give us the time again um, to watch the finale. Chrisley Knows Best, the season finale, November the 1st, 10 p.m. Okay. on USA Network. And the okay. Christmas album is coming out November 4th, right? Christmas uh, album, November big, the 4th. November big Chrisley week. November the 4th in Walmart, and it's now pre-order on iTunes. It's all Chrisley all the time. Todd, thanks so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Thank you. Stronger than ever and deeper every year.